0: please share it with a friend or loved one or someone who will benefit from hearing this message. I'm so glad you're here and I'm ready to go on this journey with you. And that journey begins now. All right, so let's just get straight to it. This is going to be another one of those straight to the point episodes. So let's talk about how not to live a life where you die with regret. And we're going to talk about the five most common regrets people have when they die. And there's actually a book. It's called The Five Regrets of Dying. And it's written by a nurse who works in hospice in a place full of men and women who know they're going to die. And she's always around people who were terminally ill. And in the almost decade of her working there, she noticed some common regrets from the people she helped care for. And in the book, she says that these people would open up to her more than they did other people in their lives because they knew it was the end. They knew their time was almost up. And these regrets are a great thing to learn from. We can take this and understand that, hey, this is what people die with. Maybe we can take this and understand that we understand what we need to do in our lives while we're still alive to make sure we don't have the same ones. So let's get to it. The five most common regrets of people on their deathbed. Number one, the one that was said the most was, I wish I lived the life that was true to myself and not the life that other people expected of me. I wish I lived the life that was true to myself and not the life life that other people expected of me. And what this means is that most people lived lives that just allowed them to fit in. They did what they thought they were supposed to do, what their parents wanted them to do, what society told them they should be doing, what would give them the most money to be like others. And a lot of time people are afraid to do what it is they really want to do because they're afraid of what other people think or what they might say. They had all these dreams and passions and aspirations for their lives, but they never went after any of it because they worried about what other people would think or say. And just just think about that for a second. Ain't that crazy that we allow what other people think to drive us away from what we truly want? And we do what we think other people want us to do. It's actually really crazy if you think about it. If you think about it in in the biggest scale possible, I mean, the biggest scale. okay? we only have one life and we are floating on this tiny ass rock and this tiny ass rock is flying through an infinite amount of space, which is constantly getting bigger. And it has billions of planets and billions of stars, more stars than grains of sand on the Earth. Scattered across distances that are really hard to comprehend with our human brains. And we let the opinions of other people floating around on this tiny ass rock that's traveling 22,000 miles per hour through infinite space dictate what we do with our lives. It's really crazy as hell if you think about it. And, and I really want you to think about to think about this one. The number one regret was people not living the life they truly wanted, living a life that other people expected or wanted them to do. What can we learn from that? What can we take away from this episode? And one of the ladies, one of the things a lady who was dying told her, and this is a direct quote, she says, and I quote, live true to your own heart. Don't live a life. Concerned about what other people think. Promise me before I die. And she made her promise her that before she died, she would live a life that was true to herself and not what others expected from her. So what can we learn from this? Well, we need to understand that we are tribal beings and that we do want to fit in. And we want other people to accept us. That's a survival mechanism that's inside us. It kept us safe way back when we lived in tribes out in the wilderness. If you didn't fit in with the tribe, you would get exiled, and that meant certain death. But we can't let this animalistic part of our brain hold us back from the life we really want. You only get one. Why not do what you are really passionate about? Because you have it in the back of your mind. You know that deep down what you truly want to do. And maybe you went to school for one thing and it's different than that thing that's deep down, deep down inside you. And you don't know what your family would do if you decided to stop. So to steal a quote that I can't remember where I got it from. The quote is, if you can't stop thinking about it, don't stop working towards it. If if you can't stop thinking about it, don't stop working towards it. So that's number one. Live a life that's true to you. Number two, and I think I might feel some type of way about this one, but it is, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. And she says that this was most common in men. But times have definitely changed since this book was written and women work just as much and just as hard. Hell, even harder in most cases. And so she says that all these people were coming to hospice and even though they lived lives that were great, and they did really well for themselves and their families, they said, I wish I hadn't worked so hard, I would have enjoyed my life a bit more. And I understand that I talk about enjoying life, and I definitely talk about working hard, but what can't happen is that you can't be so busy working to make a living that you forget to make a life. You can choose which way benefits you the best to donate. And if you need more options, please feel free to email me at DariusDotsch at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S-D-O-T-C-H at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for being here and let's get back to it. And one of the stories she tells is about this man who had been working towards his retirement for 15 years. And he had been saving up his money. So him and his wife could live off the money he was saving and go and travel the world in their old retired age. And he worked at it for 15 years and he got to that 15th year and he looked at his bank account. And even though he thought that he probably already had enough, he wanted to do one more year just to make sure that he can have a little bit more. And after all, it was already 15 years. What was one more year going to do? Right. And he got about three months before that 16th year was over, and he was going to retire, and his wife passed away. She died just three months before. So he had been working all this time, and he never got to go travel and enjoy life with his wife. She never got that time with her husband before she died. Three months before he was done with the year, which would have been nine months after his original plan. And this is a really sad one, so I won't go into some of the quotes that he said. But the reason I bring this one up is because we can get to a place where we can let the pursuit of material things in this world make us forget that being a good person and enjoying the life and the love of people around us and the memories that will be made is more than enough in life. Why do we depend so much on the material world to validate us? Now, I'm not saying to not chase your dreams and to not work towards attaining more, but don't let the need for material things and the need to be recognized for your achievements and possessions hold you back from the things that are most important in life, like time with loved ones, doing things that we love. You have to live a life and not just make a living. So that's number two. And number three is I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. And this is another one that is exactly what I needed to hear. So she talks about this man that lived through the Holocaust. And understandably so, he had a lot of trauma from it. But because of that trauma, he really closed himself off. He was emotionally closed off from his family to his wife and his kids. And he realized that at the end of his life, that he really never let his armor down. And he knew who he was, but he never let other people see that. And he regretted that his whole life, his wife and his kids never got to see who he truly was. And he's realizing this on his deathbed that, oh, my God, I'm about to die. And these people that I love don't even know who I truly am because I had too much of a guard up. I never expressed myself enough. I never showed my feelings who I truly was. And that's still really common in society today. A lot of people are like this. And this is literally me. And the question is, how do we get to a place where we can speak more about our feelings? Because your feelings are valid. No matter how you're feeling, they are valid. But we need to learn to express them in a safe way and not hold back from what we truly want to say. This is the third th- the third most thing people said. They wish they had the courage to express their feelings, to tell that person that they love them, to tell them what they needed, what they wanted. And allowed themselves to truly be vulnerable instead of having this guard up and not being who they truly were. That's number three. And number four is, I wish I let myself be happier. And this one is so relevant for everybody. With all the advertisement these days telling us that we're not good enough, that we're not thin enough, pretty enough, we need more money, more cars. It's easy to feel like we're not enough. And then you add in social media. And you see what other people have, and you compare it to what you don't have. And this makes it real easy to feel like you're not enough. And that strips away happiness. And who wants to live a life without happiness? And the mindset that we need to have or strive for and adapt is that happiness is a choice. And as cliche and fairy tale driven and fairy dust and joy and rainbows as that may sound... There is a lot of truth in that. It's a choice. At any moment, we can choose to find happiness and allow ourselves to be happy. We can think about the person we're becoming. We can think about all the things we can be grateful for and understanding that what we have is enough. And loving ourselves the right way, talking to ourselves the right way, the way we think about ourselves And learning to let go of that past that might be holding you back and understanding that it's in the past. You can't change it from happening and you get to rewrite the future right here, right now, by what you're doing in this exact moment. And if you've been struggling with this, I have some homework for you. And I've seen a few other life coaches talk about this, but make a list, a list of everything that makes you happy. And it could be anything. It could be puppies, traveling. It could be coffee. It could be going to Target. It could be rollerblading, watching your favorite movie, whatever it is. As many things that you that truly make you happy, make that list. And every single morning as you're getting ready for the day and you're drinking your coffee or meditating or making a daily plan, look at this list and say, okay, this is what my schedule is today. I can take this thing and this thing and this thing. And put them here and here and here in my day. And you actually figure out how you can take as many things from your happy list and put them in your schedule. Your goal for the day is to make yourself happy. Don't let your happiness or being stuck feeling down up to chance. Don't leave it up to chance. Do what you can do to ensure your own happiness. Take that responsibility and manufacture it. And that's number five. Let's. Take what these people said they regret and figure out how to not let it happen in our own lives. So make that list and make being happy one of your goals for the day. So let's recap. Number one, I wish I lived a life that was true to myself and not one that others expected of me. So what do you want in life and how can you work towards it? Number two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. So what can you do to be sure you enjoy life to work hard? but also play hard. Number three, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. How are you holding your feelings back? How are you suppressing who you truly are to your loved ones? Your feelings are valid. Who will you tell? How do you be more vulnerable? And number four, I wish I let myself be more happy. How do you be sure you have as much fun, as much happiness as possible? So take these regrets of people on their deathbed learn from them work towards living their life with no regrets or as few as possible we don't want to get to the end of the road and wish it was different the best time to make sure it won't happen is right here right now so that's what i got for you today if you like this episode please share it with somebody somebody that can benefit from this somebody who is a friend or a family member somebody who has goals and is trying to improve their lives So thank you again and let's get it in.